Welcome everyone to Resurrection Life Church in Cadillac, Michigan. Thank you for joining us today. We're so glad to have you with us and we pray that you encounter God's goodness through the message today. Good morning, everyone. Are you feeling good? Man, there's nothing like a good dose of God's presence. Like God is here. God is literally here in this place. And uh, just thank you, uh, Lord, for being here. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This is the year. Again, I will try to remind everybody that it's not by your might. It's not by your power, but it's by his spirit. Zechariah 4, 6. By his spirit, says the Lord. So we're, we're going to, we are just going to begin witnessing and experiencing God's presence I believe in a measure that we've never experienced before. That's why I'm excited. He's just moving, right? He's moving. Um, he has a, <clears throat> he's on a mission. He is on a mission. That's why I want to say for those of you who are were just seeking God for breakthrough, um, your breakthrough is actually next level. It's, it's next level is what it is. Uh, you, know, you notice that David, he was always getting breakthroughs, right? <laughs> he was always surrounded by the enemy, and then God broke through, and then he's surrounded by another enemy, and God broke through. So I want to encourage you that we go from faith to faith and glory to glory. So if you're, if you're looking for a breakthrough today, great. God's going to give it to you um, because he is on a mission from, from, from his spirit, from the Holy Spirit to break through and bless his people, but even more so, show the world Jesus. We're starting a brand new series today called Breakthrough. See, Breakthrough. So I want to start by declaring this over you today out of Micah 2.13. Your leader will break out and lead you out of exile, out through the gates of the enemy cities, back to your own land your king will lead you. The Lord himself will guide you. Breakthrough. Say breakthrough. So we know there comes a point in every person's life when we realize we need to change. The, and that only God, say only God, can give us. Whether we're facing financial difficulties, mental, emotional stress, a strained relationship, or struggling with our health. At some point, we find ourselves in situations that are just too big for us to handle our own. So we need God. We need God to come through for us. So friend, if you're seeking a breakthrough in some area of your life today, I have very good news. We have a father who loves us and lives to set us free. It's one of the infinite things that God is anointed to do. <laughs> And it is the central focus of his ministry and mission, breakthrough. That's why Jesus broke through from heaven to earth to bring freedom now and forever. Galatians 5.1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. That's the mission. It's for freedom that Christ has set us free. Freedom, breakthrough in any and every area of your life. So maybe you're thinking, I've tried, and I've tried, and I've tried to get breakthrough in my life, but I just can't get it. Well, I'm going to say this in love. You just might be working too hard to get it. Why do I say that? It's because I've been there, striving, trying to do this or that, trying to turn from this or that. And here's what I found out about Jesus. 
his righteousness is like I want to infuse this message with the very grace of God. Meaning God wants to take all the pressure off of you and put all the pressure on him regarding your breakthrough. Doesn't that sound good? Don't get too excited about that. Oh, man. Uh, because he has already done it. Jesus has already accomplished breakthrough on the cross. That's what I needed to get you to. See, here's what I've, this is what I'm trying to tell people these days. I've noticed that, that, that many times, and myself as well included, Christians tend to try to live out of both covenants. An old covenant, which is Old Testament. Old covenant, which is works. Old covenant, which is performance. Old covenant, which is day after day after day, month after month after month, striving to try to make ourselves right before God. Old covenant. And Jesus came. He said, I canceled the old covenant. And now the new covenant is his grace and righteousness by faith. In other words, in Colossians 1.22, it says that we stand before God faultless and blameless. Colossians 1.22, go check it for yourself in, in uh, 2022. But what we do, I've noticed what we do is we are, uh, I, I guess, I guess it, this is too easy, it's too good to be true. So I'll just go back and try to work things out myself. Try and try and try and try. Anybody else been there? So what happens is James, let's me too. James says when we do that, we're tossed to and fro. Now the Old Testament isn't canceled. The Old Covenant is canceled. I love the Old Testament. But it's just a shadow of the real thing. Jesus, the new covenant, his righteousness, the fact that he's already paid the price. You guys get that? So, so what God is, is doing is, is he wants us to, to learn how to let the old covenant go and live in the new covenant, right? The new covenant so that we don't have to strive and strive. Listen, we're all wired to strive. We are. I know it. We're all, we're, we, we all get it done in some way. We do that. So, but but the, the difference of, of this year and beyond is no more striving. No more striving, just the Savior. Come on. You guys good with that? Can we, can we move in that direction? Can we, can we, can we, can we just get out of the, the old covenant, the works and the performance, right? And can we move into the righteousness of God, the grace of God? It's, it's, it's so uh, appealing and inviting. But what, what I'll say to you is that, what I'm telling you right now, is, 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 the, is the most... Um, intimidating thing to the devil. It is the most, what I'm telling you right now, it is the most intimidating. He hates it more than anything else. He hates the fact that, that, that we don't have to earn salvation. He hates the fact that we don't now have to perform. I, I'll, I'll put it this way, and I'll get going with my message. I'll put it this way, is that for, for, for those of you, and I, you know, I, I don't have any tattoos yet, but, but I don't. But I know sometimes people get tattoos you know, years ago that they want to get rid of or they want to cover up, right? Maybe it's not the tattoo that, that you wanted to get. It was a late night thing. You're like, ah, I, wish. I don't really agree with that these days, right? So come on, we, I, there's no condemnation. Great. The reason why I don't have a tattoo is because I, I don't like pain. But here, here you go. So, so you have a tattoo that's covered up and you don't want people to know it. So you cover up, but you know it's always there. 
but you cover it up. See, the Old Testament is all about covering up sin, covering sin with the blood of a bull. Cover it. Just cover it. Cover it. But you know it's there. But Jesus came, and he says, I'm going to cleanse it. I'm going to cleanse it so that even though we, we, we know we have sin, you're not going to be aware of it. This is a great message. I'm not even, this isn't even part of the message. But I needed to tell you that because I believe, you guys, we're moving forward in, we, we have to like, like get in the new covenant as fast as we can because it's in the new covenant. It's in Jesus. It's in Christ. It's in his righteousness that we're going to find breakthrough after breakthrough after freedom after freedom. God wants to take all the pressure off of you and put all the pressure on him. Oh, thank you, Heather. I know you, you, this, this speaks right. I know this is, this is your message too. It's a lot of our messages, right? We, like we know it to be true, but we've been trained for so long in Old Covenant. We've been trained in performance. We've been trained that if I do enough of this, if I do that or do that, if I just pray more or read more. And let me tell you something. I believe that's a demonic lie from the enemy. Jesus said, no, 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 no. This one has been canceled, this covenant canceled, and now I give you a brand new covenant. The covenant of his righteousness. That Jesus made us right. He imputed righteousness in us and on us. Therefore, he cleanses us. He does not see our sin anymore. We are faultless and blameless before him. Come on, man. That's good. You know, if I can preach this message, we'll go, we'll keep going. Listen, breakthrough. <laughs> breakthrough can be defined as the point at which a significant and decisive change occurs with beneficial results. That's what it is. Can you think of an area in your life right now where you need God to bring significant and decisive change with beneficial results? See, the truth is we all need breakthrough. Whether it's eternal salvation or an internal earthly stronghold, we all need it. Because we need breakthrough in order to break off what often holds us back in life. And we need breakthrough in order to break out of the old and into the new. Come on. I want you to know that God doesn't just want to break it off. He wants to break you out. Into newfound freedom, into new joy, a new season with new strength. Woo! Is there something holding you back right now? Are you living with a heavy burden or heavy pain? Let's make it clear today. The devil wants to burden you, but Jesus wants to bless you. The devil wants to hold you back, but Jesus wants to set you free. My plea today is let God bring you to the good side of breakthrough. What do I mean by that? When I gave you this quick little picture of old covenant, new covenant, and when a Christian lives between the two, the Bible says that we're double-minded. We're double-minded. Let not that per person think that they can have anything from God. This is a very profound statement. He's not, being, he's not being like mad. He's saying, listen, I need you to come to one side or the other. And we know what side to go to. I need you to completely come to the righteousness of God, the new covenant. And live there. 
Because with God, there is no gray area. There's no middle ground with God. Either God is all good or he's all bad. Come on, let's just hammer this thing right where we need to. You can't have both with God. This is where many people struggle. They have a false belief about God. I had a false belief about God when my brother passed. When I was 16 years old, I did not know God. My brother was like a dad to me. And now he was gone. And my first reaction was, why did you do this, God? I blamed God. I was mad at God. And lived with a false belief about God. I started plucking petals. He loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. He loves me not. God is good. God is not. God is good. God is not. Please hear this. If you're in that place, if you've been stuck with a false belief about God, let me pluck these petals for you. He loves 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 you. Don't we keep going? He loves you. God is good. God is good. God is good. God is good. See, there is no, this is not great grammar, there is no not on the flower God gives you. There is no not on the flower God gives you. He just flat out loves you. He loves you. And that's what his righteousness does. That's what the new covenant does. It shows us that there's no way I can be made right with God. I can't break through on my own. It must come from someone greater than me. <clears throat> so come over to the good side. Let, let, let's just, let's just kind of remove that idea that, God, are you in a good mood today? Or are you, in a bad, are you in a bad mood, right? No, God wakes up in a good mood every single day. God loves you and I every single day. That will never change. Whew. Got to see where I got to go now. I got some stuff. Let's just go here for a minute. Look at this truth. <clears throat> because this is important for breakthrough to change the way we think about God. <clears throat> James says, says that when you ask God, just ask the one thing that you want, the one thing you desire, and don't go back and forth. Don't be double-minded. Don't be tossed to and fro. And that person who asks for that, what they desire and need from God, will have what they ask for. If we don't allow this whole back and forth moment. Look at this. Matthew 12, 22 through 26. Then some people brought Jesus a man possessed by a demon. The demon, the demon, the demon made the blind man unable to talk. Jesus cured him so that he could talk and see. Look at pretty simple, great divide right there. The crowds were all amazed and said, can this man be the son of David? Now stay right there. 
I, I hear momentum building. Do you see the momentum building? Woo! Jesus is on the scene. A miracle happens. Could, they were amazed and said, could this be the son of David? Oh, man, look at verse 24. When the Pharisees heard this, and I, that, that's actually, I wrote that in there. They put that in there. But, but be careful who's in your camp. Be careful, little ears, what you hear. Because this is, what, this is why I believe, I believe when the Spirit of God comes, He comes against a demonic agenda that, that wraps its, its look around religion. He, he fires quickly at, at this idea that you have to work to be right with God. You have to perform. And so he immediately, but, but this is, look, at here, here's that spirit. But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, this man can force demons out of people with the help of the ruler of demons. Now, since Jesus knew what they were thinking, he said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not last. Look at this. If Satan forces Satan out, he is divided. Say divided. Against himself. How then can his kingdom last? Listen, it's a universal false belief that God brings sickness, disease, trouble, and then maybe he will take it away. Okay. So Jesus is telling the Pharisees that they are being completely illogical. Do you hear that? Completely illogical. He says, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense, he says. So then he goes on and says this, Matthew 12, 28. But if I force demons out with the help of God's spirit, then God's kingdom has come to you. He's making it very clear. There's no gray area. He's saying this is the deal. When Jesus comes, he's going to bring breakthrough. When Jesus comes, he's going to break through with his spirit, with his power, and do something that we could have never done in our own strength. In a nutshell, Jesus is saying Satan will not work against Satan. It's illogical. And more importantly, God will not work against God. Isn't that good? So we come all the way over to the other side, the new covenant, and say, God is good. God is good. God loves me. God loves me. God has the best for me. It's crazy that the Pharisees would not believe that Jesus was the Messiah. So it was, e listen, it was easier for them to actually imagine him as a demon. messed up, but actually not far, far off from what many believe today. We do, without knowing it. Well, I, I guess that's, that, that must be God's will. Listen, I'm, I'm not coming against, I've, I've been through many, many things that have been painful and hurtful. I prayed for people and, and it went one way and sometimes it went the other way. But, but if, if, if I ever go by what people's circumstances are, I'm going to be in trouble. I have to actually find out what God's character is and what his word says. Right? Who he is. But see, we actually, without knowing it sometimes, attribute the devil's works to God. Well, I guess this is my lot. 
I guess I'm always going to struggle the rest of my life. I guess this is the way God wants it. Many people believe that. They say that, right? Do you believe that? Would you do that to your child, right? No. You want them to succeed. Matter of fact, we all want our children to do better than us, don't we? We're like, I can't wait to see what my kids do. They're going to really just, they're going to go far, far beyond. I'm just attempting to dismantle this universal confusion about God. I just want to dismantle that right now. Jesus, in that moment, what happened there, when he cured that man, listen, was able to enter Satan's kingdom and walk away with the spoils of victory. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. If he's able to do that, greater works will you do, he says, because I go to the Father. So either I'm divided against God or united with God. Either God is all good or he's all bad. When desiring breakthrough, it is critical to know this. There's no middle ground, no gray area concerning God. God is good all of the time. And he loves us all of the time. something holding you back, your good, good father and king will lead you out. But what we know about breakthrough is this, is that if you feel right now that something isn't right, you feel lost, dry, and weary, you notice a tension, a frustration, a heaviness approaching, can't put your finger on it. We know that the enemy always likes to camp around our destiny. He loves to camp to try to hold us back. So it's not you. Like Emily was saying, hey, God is good. He, he loves us, right? We put so much pressure on ourselves. We, we live in this old covenant. Put so much pressure on ourselves. When God says, just put all the pressure on me right now. Because the truth is, the battle precedes the breakthrough. The battle precedes the breakthrough. Battle seldom comes with, breakthrough seldom come without a battle. Do you guys get that? Do you know that? But it's usually in the battle where we get mixed up and confused with our thoughts about God and others, right? We say, why is God doing this? Why are they doing this? What did I do wrong? And I try to tell myself in that time, that's stinking thinking, Dan. See, if you're in a battle right now, don't run from the battle. God is about to break through. But the battle precedes a breakthrough. As a matter of fact, I said earlier, it's, it's a military term. It means, to, it means an offensive thrust past the defensive lines of warfare. Or this means an advancement all the way through and beyond. Come on. All the way through. 
well, I guess I'm just going to have to live with this trouble, this struggle forever. I love Jesus. Jesus loves me, but I'm, come on, that's not all the way through. God wants to bring us all the way through and beyond. So I'm believing for your breakthrough during this message series. Far beyond you could ever think or imagine. So, let me give you a few more things and we'll be, we'll let you go. I'd like to stay here all day, but I can't. We see a breakthrough. I want to show you a breakthrough moment in the Bible right here and then we'll, we'll get you going. 2 Samuel 5, 17 through 20. Look at. Now when the Philistines heard, this is so good, you guys. When the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, when they saw, when the, when the enemy sees you doing something for Jesus, when the enemy sees that God is anointing you for next level ministry, when God, when, when the enemy sees what, what he's doing in your life, come on, right here. The Philistines went up to search for David. And David heard of it and went down to the stronghold. That's a significant moment. Say down to the stronghold. The Philistines also went down <laughs> or deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim. So, look at David. He inquired of the Lord saying, shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, and by the way, he didn't not scratch his head. Uh, God didn't think about it. He wasn't looking for another strategic plan for David. He just quickly said, go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. Doubtless. It's interesting, Old Testament is all about climbing mountains. I got to climb a mountain to get to God. I got to climb up there. Get, listen, I got to climb up there to hear from God. I got to climb up there to get to Ten Commandments. I got to climb. I got to fast and pray for 40 days. I got to climb. I got to climb. I got to climb. And the New Testament is speak to this mountain. Say to this mountain, be removed and cast in the sea. And not doubt in your heart, but, but believe the thing that you say. But not doubt in your heart, but believe the thing. But not doubt in your heart, but believe the thing you say. You shall have what you say. The Old Testament is all about climbing mountains. The New Testament is about speaking to them. You guys hear that? Right? Striving. Speaking from the authority of our Savior. Go up, for I'll doubtless deliver the Philistines in your hand. Verse, verse 20. So David went to Belperazim and defeated them there. And he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. Therefore, he called the name of that place Belperazim, which means the Lord of the breakthrough. That's what that means, the Lord of the breakthrough. Listen, if you're in a battle right now, your breakthrough is near and your breakthrough is here. See, more than likely, if you are experiencing or have experienced a battle, more than likely it is your spiritual enemy not wanting you to discover what God has in store for you 
far beyond his enemy line. This whole, this whole like, today is about seeing <laughs> far beyond. Some of you, man, I just, I just got to find another job. Maybe God's got a business. Maybe he's got another way. I could never go back to school. Well, nothing's impossible with God. <laughs> you guys hear what I'm saying? Like, we need, we need to not think, oh, I'm just going to break through and let the enemy hang on me. No, no, I'm going to break through far beyond. Maybe there's something else God wants you to see. But we know the battle precedes the breakthrough. But here's what I want to tell you. No worries. God is in your valley right now. God is in your valley right now. God is in your valley. God is here. God is there. Wherever you're going through in life, David went down to the stronghold. He was down in that valley. But the, the, the key is, is that David went down to talk and meet with God. This is why we come here. This is why we, 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 we pray at home. This is why we gather together wherever you're at. We come together to realize God is with us. And listen, God is in your valley. God is in your valley. Because when needing a breakthrough, I've come to realize this and I'll finish. What I really need is him. He's compelling me to come close to him, to position myself with him in the valley. Why, why in the world, after we just read that, why in the world would God tell David to go down when the best military strategy is to find a high place? Because that's what humans do. We find the high places. We, 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 we try to stake our claim. We try, to get, we try to get our position. Come on, is anybody here today? But yet God says, no, that's not, that's not how you do it. You don't do it that way. No, no, no. If you want to see God work, if you want to see God break through, it's probably going to come in your valley. What I, what, what, one theme you'll hear in these, in these messages is that breakthrough happens on the outside when breakup happens on the inside. That's really how that works. Right? So, when we talk about this being the year of the Spirit of God, that means not just God working around us, that's God working in us. Like God has something to say. He, he, he wants us to know something that we've maybe never known before because we've been caught in this old covenant. So, I want you to know that your breakthrough, as we start this message, is already in you right now through the resurrection power of Jesus. Well, how do I get him out, <laughs> right? Because we can 
lock them in. I remember I had, I had, this, I had this, uh, this picture once, and it, was, and it was a picture of the Holy Spirit in a cage, locked up inside of a person. I thought that was, how can that happen? Well, the Bible says we can quench the Spirit of God, and all He wants to do is break through to break out of our lives. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I will pour out from where? From us. Would you stand with me as we finish? And I want you to pray this with me. You know, pray this prayer. We're, because, because one of the prevalent ways, one of the ways to, to let the spirit go from his cage, right? Is to, is to speak. It's obviously it's to pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Let, let the Holy Spirit move. Sometimes when I'm feeling down, I just go preach a message to God all by myself. I walk around my house, or I just start preaching a message, and all of a sudden, boom, the Spirit of God starts flowing. Or I pray in the Spirit, or I speak, I, I edify, I speak encouraging words in the Spirit of God. I sing songs in the Spirit, right? That's how, that's how he's loose. That's why a testimony, oh man, that's why the gospel is the power of salvation, we just got to speak it. We got to say it, right? So pray this with me. Say today, I declare breakthrough in my life. A sudden burst of God's goodness. Let me back up and let's say this like we really want it. Come on, here we go, ready? Today, I declare breakthrough in my life. A sudden burst of God's goodness. A breakthrough of God's power. A flood of God's healing. A powerful anointing to break off heaviness. God's love to force out fear. Father, I place myself under your care. I position myself under your authority, I hide myself under your wings. Today, I declare breakthrough in my life in Jesus' name. Amen. We're honored that you are with us today. Please connect with us because we want to get to know you. Head to our website, getreslife.org. That's G-E-T-R-E-S-L-I-F-E dot org. And like us on Facebook, Resurrection Life Church Cadillac, for upcoming events and information and ways to connect. God bless you and have a beautiful week.